Hey, hey. Hello, hello. And welcome back to the Girls Like You podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm Megan. Today we are joined by Lexi Griffin, founder of The Way Project. So let's get messy. We're back, by the way. I literally just said, if I can, I'm going to start off every episode by saying we're back. But today we are joined with a special guest. We're going to get into that in a minute. And Megan's going to give you the background on that. But before we do that, we have to do our social media call out. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls Like You Pod. Uh, we appreciate the follow, even though we don't use our TikTok, but hit us up on Instagram. We're pretty active over there. And of course, you can follow and listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, Maggie, tell them what's it, what it's all about. Tell them what's up. Hello, guys. So I met a very special friend last summer in the Finger Lakes. I worked with her at the winery that I used to work at. And she had started a project of her own, kind of like I would say a passion project. So we're doing a little collab tonight. Um, it's, it's a Tuesday night. I'll set the scene. Lexi's going to be joining us here soon. We're just doing this little intro before to kind of like give you guys a gist of what's going on rather than just someone coming in and being like, wait, there's three voices. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So yeah, she's super sweet. Great girl. I love everything that she stands for. So I'm very, very excited for this episode. Yes, we're both excited. And yeah, we're excited to hear what she has in store. This is my first time meeting Lexi, but it's great. And Lexi did send us friendship bracelets a little while back. And it's really cute because she ironically sent us our favorite colors. Mine's purple and Megan's is pink. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into the episode and we hope you all enjoy. Yeah, so we're live, (laughs) we're rolling, and we have Lexi here with us. Hey, Lexi. Hi guys, <laughs> like sweating. I haven't been talking totally. for the past ten minutes, <laughs> but now we're never running. done this before. So yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. This is totally. this is a learning process for Grace and I too because we've never had a guest. You are our first official guest on Girls Like You podcast. Round of applause. Guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we usually do Tuesday tunes. So we had Lexi come prepared with her Tuesday tune. So Grace can go, then I'll go, and then Lexi will go. Okay, my Tuesday tune, as you all know, Megan and I have been avid American Idol fans this uh, season, so one of my faves is Haven Madison, and I chose her song, Still Need You, for this Tuesday tune, and also her song, 15, is really good, but yeah, check her out, she's lit, vote for her on American Idol, I just gave her free promo. (laughs) Um, My tune this week is Karma by Taylor Swift, it just gets stuck in my head. Yeah. We, what were me and our, Lexi? Um, we were. Did we make a TikTok of it with my friend Kaylee? We attempted. Are you a to Taylor Swiftie? I'm a Swiftie, but I'm not. A, I'm not a Swiftie enough to pay four hundred dollars for a ticket. You're not yeah, an no. Eras but girly. Yes. <laughs> You're a what? An Eras girly? Isn't that what her tour oh, is called? Yeah, it is. Grace is more of a John Mayer fan than a Taylor. Like you know how there was like love John Mayer. Yeah, I went to his concert in Chicago. It was amazing. <laughs> I was on, I was on the floor. It was great. I, I really want to go again to his fall tour. It was amazing. Ugh. Okay, Lexi, Better what's your tune? <laughs> okay, it's somebody. It's my Tuesday tune is "Somebody Like You" by Keith Urban. Nobody love made fun Keith of Urban. that, right? We love a good country uh, Australian singer, right? Australian? I think yeah, he is right. 
He's from Australia? Yeah. I didn't know that until like a couple months ago, actually. <laughs> he was on like E! News and he was my, it was like on the news and my mom was like, oh, look, it's Keith Urban. And I was like, is he Australian? And she goes, yeah, you didn't know that? And I was like, no, I had no clue. And he has long yeah. hair. So cute. So Yeah. <laughs> I'm married to Nicole Kidman. (laughs) Mm, Of course. So, Lexi, why don't you start by telling us about yourself, like who you are, where you're from, where you went to college, what you do, and then you can talk about your project, too. So why don't you just start out with like a little bit of a background? Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Lexi Griffin. I'm 25. I'm from Rochester, New York, and I went to college in Mansfield uh, called Mansfield University of Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere. I played field hockey there for a little bit until I slipped on black ice my sophomore year of college, and I broke my kneecap. And now I am recovering from my third knee surgery from that injury. And yeah. Wow. That's intense. Wow. Uh, what do you do see. now? Okay. So I moved to Washington, D.C. after coming home from college. I was I graduated during COVID year, which was horrible. So I graduated from Florida online. Horrible miserable. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So then I became a nanny and I absolutely loved it. And that's where I really found out that I love to care for people. So I kind of took that and I was a nanny for around like two, two and a half years. And then I was like, shoot, I should probably do something else with my life. So then I decided to move to DC to become a caretaker for a 16 year old girl with Rett syndrome. For those of you that don't know what Rett syndrome is, it's a disability that has a lot of different disabilities in one. Anyways, she was a 16-year-old girl that was nonverbal. She could walk around, but pretty much she needed 24-7 full-time care. So I moved in with the family in August. I lived with them until about December, and I had to come home because while I was living in D.C., my leg pretty much stopped working. And I went to the doctor down there, and he was like, yeah, you have to have another surgery. So I felt most comfortable coming home to Rochester and seeing my surgeon from up here. And I had knee surgery January 6th. So I had to stop working because it's been a pretty much full-time recovery and job for me to recover from knee surgery. And while I was in DC and I found out that news, I kind of needed a way to cope and figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I was sad. I was away from my family. I was very frustrated with the answers and what I was the answers I was given and the prognosis. So I decided to really get into writing and do what I love, which is also writing and caring for people. So I wrote a ton and I had a lot of therapy with my therapist from Rochester, but she did virtual. And this is kind of how I got really into sharing the way is devoting time and energy to writing when I was coping with the answers that I had to have another knee surgery. And my therapist was like, well, do you want to start doing like maybe an activity of writing and how you could share your writing more to the world? And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. So long story short, I, it was around Christmas time. And I'm like, well, I guess for Christmas this year for my family, I'm going to write them all a handwritten letter and see if they like it. And that was my gift to them. And that's really what catapulted everything of continuing like to writing. And at Christmas time, my parents, and my family were like, you should just keep writing and sharing. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So yeah, here I am. And I write a lot. I share a lot and I love to do it. So yeah. Wow. 
cute. I love that idea for Christmas. I would love that. (laughs) Yeah, it was actually. Thank you. And it was nice because it was, it kind of distracted me from what was going on and how sad I was. And it, I also incorporated a lot of the information that I found over the years. And I didn't realize like how much writing meant to me. I just thought I've enjoyed it for years and years. And then having to come home and figure out what I'm going to do next. And I owe a lot of it to my therapist to kind of really dig deep and continue writing. Um, So yeah, I recommend everyone to write. (laughs) No matter what you're doing, what job you have, write. That's a good good recommendation. I was going to ask, do you want to say something? Yeah, I do. I love to write. And also going off that, another recommendation, go to therapy, kids. We love it. Yes. Please. I could be a billboard. Just put me on the <laughs> side of the highway. Go to therapy. Please. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I was, so, it was funny because you kind of talked about it a little bit already. But I was going to ask you, like, how you felt, like, how you dealt. Obviously, you was right. it was writing. But, like, what were those first like thoughts when you heard about your knee surgery and when all that was happening, like being away from home other than just initially being sad? Yeah. Um, it was definitely a little bit of turning upside down again, because I went to college, I broke my kneecap. I had to leave college for a semester to get it fixed. So I missed that time. Then I went back, I was excited. And then I graduated during COVID. So it's just been so many like, Oh my God, this opportunity is there. And then it's gone. And that's how it felt again was another opportunity that was so exciting for me to grow and try new experiences. And then it was just like turned upside down again. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, did, if that hadn't happened, do you think you'd still be in DC doing that same thing? So you like enjoyed that job. And the only reason you moved home was because of your knee surgery. Right. And I love home and I love, I have a lot of family around here, but I wasn't growing at home. And I think a lot of young 20 year olds stay at home for the comfort of it. And I was doing that, which was actually making me more sad than anything because I was surrounded by comfort and I wasn't trying anything new. So I decided to do something different that was uncomfortable and it was hard to do at first. And that's another thing I suggest everyone to do is go out of your comfort zone and try something new that is really terrifying and makes you like skin crawl at first and I think it helps you grow a lot and then me having to come back home is another uncomfortable thing so yeah I love what you said about the getting comfortable and the in the in your hometown in your 20s I think that's very true especially for both of us as we live you know in the same place where we grew up and it takes for me, it took a breakup and living on my own to be uncomfortable in the comfortable and have that like growing moment and go through all the growing pains by myself. But yeah, I definitely, I feel what you're saying and you have to kind of push yourself to be on, like I said, be uncomfortable in the comfortable and get out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself to grow. Because if you don't, then you're just going to be stagnant your whole life and Nobody wants to be that, I don't think. You always want to be a better version of yourself. And I think Um, the more comfortable you get, the more your mood swings change because you have 
things that you think you like and you think are working, but it's actually just a comfortable way of living. And you really haven't experienced uncomfortableness to move on and grow from that. And there's a lot of things that I don't like anymore. And a lot of people that I wouldn't have in my corner after I've taken the step of being put into an uncomfortable situation. And I think one other thing I want to say about doing something uncomfortable is make sure when you decide to do something uncomfortable, there's a difference of going out of your way to do something uncomfortable that is not healthy for your mind or your body. And it's really unsafe. And there's situations where you can be extremely uncomfortable, but in a safe and area where you will grow and learn about what you are going through in your experiences. I love that. That's a really good point because some people can put themselves in situations that are uncomfortable, but not good. Um, And I think that I like how we all can like talk about our own experiences about being uncomfortable in situations and like kind of like growing out of like your hometown almost too. Like after college, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I wasn't ready to leave because during my senior year, first semester, there was like a party at at where I went, Cuca. That's how I met Lexi. I met Lexi on Cuca Lake. Cuca! Um, yeah, go Cuca. We both have tattoos. It's the best. Yeah. Um, but you know, my, my first semester got robbed because they had a party and everyone had COVID and they sent everyone home. And it wasn't even during the beginning of the pandemic. It was like 20, it was almost 2021 at that point. And, you know, people had started, op- things had opened back up. But because our school is so small, they had to send everyone home. I stayed in my apartment and then I just like didn't want to leave when I graduated. I wasn't ready to like go home and live with my parents again and get back into like the old routine of kind of like high school almost. And so I moved in with my cousin and her boyfriend and I didn't have my hometown friends around. I didn't have a lot of my college friends. Everyone moved away. Everyone moved back home. And I met other friends along the way, like Lexi, like that last summer was so fun. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I've met so many people from stepping out of my comfort zone too. Uh, people that, you know, are there like that you don't get to see all the time anymore, but people that you've made really, really strong connection with. Like, look at us right now. Like I haven't seen you since the summer, but this is just so special to me because it's, you know, we met at such a special place and it was when we were both, well, I was in a very uncomfortable position because that summer in specific, I like all of my friends weren't around. I felt like I had known my age and then I met you at the winery and I started hanging out with you and your friends. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like I'm hanging out. With- <laughs> <Yes>, exactly. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think it's really, that's, and it was good and it was uncomfortable, but I think it's hard to do, but it's really necessary to do those type of things to help you grow. Yeah, for sure. All right. Love that. Okay. Let's get into the meat and potatoes about the way, the way project. <laughs> yeah. Um, you kind of already touched on like why you started it, but if you want to give like a little bit more in depth, explain its purpose and everything about it, all the deets for the listeners, that would be amazing. So I, I hinted on this a little bit, but I have always loved to write. I've always had a passion of like writing and creativity and kind of providing. And then I really started to notice my passion for providing and taking care of people and helping people when I became a nanny. And that was just like my thing. I'm like, I love this. I have always really been told like, oh my gosh, you're so good at just taking care of people. And I didn't know really what that meant. And I'm still trying to figure out really what people mean when they say that. 
but I have finally realized that like, it's just my genuine passion for helping people feel like a tiny bit better, providing them with something that's like, okay, maybe it's a quote, maybe it's a question, like something little that makes them feel good or makes them think about things that maybe are uncomfortable or triggering, but it's going to help you down the road. So anyways, I have thought of the way a couple of years ago and I'm like, oh, that's so silly. Like I would never do that. And I was in my young twenties and I'm like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. And then I'm like, you know what? I just have a, I love to research and read and kind of read something or watch like a Ted talk and form it into my own words. So I have countless documents, questions, all types of information that I've accumulated and that have helped me journal prompts. And I started to just put all of those together. And then talking with my therapist again, using my writing, she's like, I think this would be really helpful and powerful to share to people that also may be looking for content. And then I was like, yeah, but everyone, like you can get content anywhere. Pinterest, like, I mean, I find a ton of quotes that I post to my Instagram account from Pinterest, which I think is great. But then I'm like, no, my purpose and passion is helping people individually. Like, I don't want it to be so broad and I want it to be kind of condensed. So that's why I created the Way Project and the Who Are You Project, just to provide content that's not all over the place and kind of have a certain topic and focus each week. And then the way itself is just a self-help and self-discovery platform that I enjoy posting to and I enjoy creating content for and learning and also sharing and providing is helping me learn more about myself and what I like to do and what I don't like to do. So, yeah. Wow. I love that. (laughs) Um, You said that you like writing and you've always liked writing. Are there, other than when you journaled a lot after you found out your news about your knee surgery, and I'm sure you've been journaling ever since you had that surgery because I'm sure you have plenty of free time on your hands now. Um, Was there any point before like that you can remember like where you specifically journaled because of certain situations that had happened in your life that you like would give people advice to turn to journaling for? Uh, Yes. So I think a lot, we all have a lot of emotions and we all cope and handle things differently. And I don't think people really take the time to slow down and understand an experience that has happened to them. So anytime I had an experience that was upsetting in the beginning, when I really started to write a lot and take like my thoughts to paper, it was all about bad experiences, breakups, fights with my mom, fights with my brother. When someone told me no, or when my friend pissed me off, like it was always the bad moments. And I, I mean, I, an advice I have is keep everything you write, no matter what you write, even if it's like the weirdest thing ever, the worst thing ever, the saddest thing, like keep everything. Because when you're having a bad day, it's really important to look back on those things where you, if you throw it out, you're never going to have it again. You're not going to have the same thought in the same moment ever again. So that's a piece of advice I have. And also, um, yeah, so I was really, focused on writing the bad things to make myself feel better. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to write about a good day. And one vivid experience I have, this was like three or four years ago. And it was just a beautiful day out. And I'm like, I'm just going to write about how happy I am and how good I feel and just why I feel so good. 
And I look at that probably like a couple times a month because it just generates like good moments and like to keep going. And those are things I'm going to eventually share with the way it's a learning progress of how I want to share, how I want to provide. But I, that was like a moment where I'm like, okay, that's a leap where it's also important to write about the good experiences because looking back on that, it gives me so much motivation to be like, you are still going to have good days. Even though things are shit right now, there's good days ahead. You can still have good days. And that, so yeah, I mean, I think you should write about breakups, which is probably one of the most important is when you are feeling less and someone made you feel less than you are. And someone made you feel like a piece of shit because right, right. Fuck you. And (laughs) piece of shit and you're ugly. And those (laughs) things like, seriously, I'm like, my ex reads, whatever you get the point. Um, but yeah, so and then the last thing I'll say kind of about what you were asking is writing letters is probably one of the most motivating and inspiring things I've done. And a couple examples I have is Dear Self, which tomorrow, Wednesday, I have week five content coming out and that's about all about writing. Um, I wrote a Dear Self letter, which I think is great. I printed it. I kept it. Dear ex, dear future lover, I think it's incredibly, incredibly important to write each of your family members a letter, whether they are alive or not anymore. I think it's really important. I think it's important to handwrite them and give them and keep yourself a copy because when my aunt passed, we didn't really have her handwriting and that's a signature of their life. And I think it's really important to write letters to your loved ones your past, your future and everything else. <laughs> so, yeah. I love, I get, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. Sorry, I'm talking I a lot you. people. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, Lexi, like this you is can, giving me can... goosebumps. Like you are so good at like <gasps> motivational preaching, I guess is what the, I don't even know how to call it. Speaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> preaching. <laughs> preaching. Yeah. I'm working on how I'm going to make more videos for my, the way, but whatever. We'll get I there. love that. Um, so I heard you mention besides the way you said the, who are you project, right? That's what you said. Yeah. The who are you project, okay. which is, would you explain that a little bit more? And I know Megan is, <laughs> why don't you explain? I'm a member. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really yes. a member. You don't, you know, I'm a right. participant. I don't know what you want to call it, but I love it. I, you can, I'm going to let Lexi explain like the gist of it, but I fill out the prompts and I, one week I did it in the morning before clinical when no one was awake in my house and it was just myself, me, myself, and I it was quiet and I loved it. And I, um, when I signed up, I chose like self, I think I, I think I chose like self rediscovering and breakup, how to get past a breakup, how to build yeah. self-confidence, stuff like that. So it's been really helpful. So yeah. Why don't you explain I'm glad that, that part of your project and like if anyone's interested, how they can go about that, like what you do, like what it entails. Yeah. So the way itself is my actual blog page, which I share a lot of my writing pieces. I'll, I'll share life updates, um, small writing pieces. I shared what poems I wrote for my aunt that I shared at her memorial. And then there's a separate section in the way on my blog that's called the Hawaii Project. 
which is essentially the way in the who are you is the same thing. It's the way W A Y. Who are you? That's kind of why it came together. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> I just had to like think. Yeah. So yeah. So, and I named it that because I think a lot of us are very misunderstood by ourselves because we don't slow down and take the time to learn what we like, what we don't like. And we just do with no intentions. And that's why a lot of us find ourselves sad and lonely and misunderstood. And a lot of us react to situations we shouldn't be reactive to because we don't know who we are and we haven't taken the time to learn and slow down. So I created the Why Project to provide resources and content that I have found and I have used myself that have helped me and have helped me learn more about who I am. I mean, the questions I like, I have so many, I'm like, this is crazy. I have so many questions and prompts and things that I want to share. And I just am kind of going slow with it and providing in a way that's like organized and clean. And I don't want to overwhelm because when I was like at my lowest, I was so overwhelmed by the content and by everything online. I mean, you can find anything online in an instant. And I just was so overwhelmed on what to read, where to read it, how to read it, how to digest it. So the Who Are You Project is just a personalized spot for you to log in, have all of the week content organized, and it's not super overwhelming. I'm not going to throw, you know, hundreds of papers and stuff at you because it just, for me, it didn't work that way. And yeah. So when you sign up, it's free and I just provide you with content. You can send me an email and say, Hey, I'm looking for some quotes. Can you send me extra quotes or extra questions? And down the road, I'm hoping to have, you know, kind of like interviews or zoom meetings where if someone just wants to talk, just to talk, like I'll talk. Okay. Like I can help you and provide just advice, resources, and things that I have learned because I have not really lived a normal 20-something-year-old life. I've had a lot of things thrown at me, all within the same kind of situation of the injury. But it's been uh, life-altering, I would say, because there's a lot of good and then bad. So I've learned a lot, and I want to share what I've learned. Yeah, cool. Love that. Um, Okay, so want to ask you, what are your top tips and recommendations for finding who you are because that's kind of a loaded question because yeah that's but, like where do you start um, where do you start yeah. some of your best tips other than best. becoming a member yeah. other than becoming yes, a member become a member at your own time I think it's just important and I'm not like I hate getting emails and it's just an area for you to you know, get content at your own pace. I would say to really, I think a lot of us are at a baseline of understanding who we are. So I think to dig deeper and really start that process and learning is writing. Everything you feel that is overwhelming and you just want to stop and also writing the good. I encourage everyone to write a sentence a day, a paragraph a day, just something to write. Number two, routine with something that you find happy with your, that makes you happy, that makes you feel comfortable, and that makes you feel safe inside and outside. 
So whether that's a morning routine, a night routine, or something you eat every day, something you drink every day, something that is a routine based that makes you feel good inside and outside will help you create better habits down the road. And it also will help you learn more about what you do like and what you don't like. And the last thing would be to kind of be intentional with what you do, where you do it and who you do it with and respect yourself and your boundaries. Because as soon as you don't respect yourself (laughs) and your boundaries, you do not know who you are and you will be mean and you will be reactive to situations that you wish you were not down the road and it will bite you in the ass. It did to me and it sucked. So here I am to share that. <laughs> wow. That w- I was clapping. Nobody can see what I just did, but <laughs> I was clapping. That is great. I feel like you deserve like a mic drop after that, although I'm not going to drop <laughs> a very good quality microphone. That was a, that last one was kind of a lot. So why don't you break it down and like explain like how you can be intentional, like who with, with who, with where, like why don't you break that down? Like give an example, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think being intentional and also being mindful of what you're doing and where you're doing it and who you're doing it with is really important because a lot of us don't take the time to really understand why we're doing things and we're just doing it. And it can cause a lot of disrespect to ourselves and our boundaries. So for example, I used to just be the girl that's like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to go, go, go. I, yep, let's go do this. And then I'm like sitting at the dinner table with a group of friends and someone else is texting me, let's go do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to leave in five minutes. I'll tell them I just got to go. And I wasn't mindful of my surroundings or the people I was with. So then it leaded me into like not being intentional while, while I was there with, I wasn't being present. And then that also led to me disrespecting them myself and my boundaries because it made me lose people down the road and it made people upset with me. And I'd be like, why are you upset with me? But it's because I wasn't actually taking the time and slowing down and being understanding, mindful, present, and intentional. And when you're not taking the time to be mindful and intentional, you are disrespecting yourself, your boundaries, and others without you even knowing it. And I didn't know it because I was like, oh, I'm just a busy girl. I'm going to go do everything. And it's you being so busy and you not being present is you disrespecting yourself and others. And it can get incredibly messy and upsetting. And it leads to a lot of like breakups, hardships, and and no more friends. <laughs> so I just, I think people need to be more mindful. Yeah, that was a great example. Love that. Um, okay. So this might be putting you on the spot, but do you want to leave us with some of your favorite quotes? that you would give to the listeners? Sure. Of course. Great. Yes. <laughs> One moment. You're going to. Oh, she is like, prepared. Oh. <laughs> I was like, might be, might be putting you on the spot, but she, here she goes <laughs> scrolling no, through her yeah. notebook. <laughs> Listen, guys, through. I'm not kidding when I say like, this is my like life. You have to have notebooks. I don't care if you bring into this, like, here's a piece of advice. Put a notebook in your car because when you are oh. in the car and you go and you go through something or you drive by something or a song triggers your emotions, you tend to just think about it and then you're sad and you're like, oh, I'm in a bad mood. Why are you in a bad mood? 
write it down. Keep it in your car. I have a designated notebook for my car that has a lot of ugly thoughts in it, but it's it literally makes me feel better. You know, I do it when I get home. I park in my driveway and I'm like, I know I'm in a pissed off mood because something just happened and I'm not going to bring that energy and those moods to my family because they didn't do anything to me. So that's a piece of advice. Love that. That's so good. I'm going to awesome. share two that I love. And one of mine, they're short because I like short quotes because it's right to the point. You don't yes, know. I agree. Me too. There's a good one. I believe there's an inner power that makes winners or losers. And the winners are the ones who really listen to the truth of their hearts. Sylvester Stallone. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Listen, listen to your heart, people. Be intentional and don't just do shit just to be cool. I feel like that's a huge okay, college yes. advice. I feel like college can become that. Yeah, just doing things because you think like you're fitting in with everyone. That's yeah. I was I was like that. Like I'm just gonna do everything just to do everything, and it was a waste of my time. All right, here's here's one. When you practice gratefulness, there's a sense of respect towards others and yourself. Dalai Lama. Love that. Yeah, love that. That kind of just went off of what we were saying too. That's great. And then the quote I have that I have wrote. I'm not very good at quotes, but I'm, it's a work in progress. Um, here it is. It says, knowing who you are is one thing. Accepting who you are is another thing. Learning from your mistakes and experiences to know and accept who you really are is the thing. And that's what I have, kids. I love it, Lexi. That was amazing. Great quote. You are. Thank you. Lexi, you are just a very bubbly, bright person and you're very easy to get along with. You're very easy to hang out with yeah. and to be around. And like you just radiate that onto people, positivity. And I'm just so happy that this is like what you're doing because when you first, yeah. when I first found it, cause you posted it on like your actual Instagram, I think. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like another person is doing a passion project. Like we are all for passion projects Yeah, because I think one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because we felt as though we wanted to like give advice to women and girls that go through everyday life and breakups and friendship breakups, messy life. life. Like our slogan is let's get messy because life is messy. Just like you said, especially in your twenties, you know, I think there's a lot of change in your twenties, like going from college to adult life. And I think that is like one of the hardest changes for someone in their twenties. Talked about enough with like, I don't, I mean, yeah, I am. I'm going to call us average. Like, I don't think it's talked about enough with people that don't have a huge platform. It's always like, oh, let's listen to the famous and let's listen to the one that has a PhD. Well, what about the ones that like are average and don't have a degree in X, Y, and Z, but also have gone through so much shit that makes them feel less and has so much advice and knowledge to talk about. And I think what you guys are doing is so incredible because you're sharing stories that come from your heart and aren't just because you're famous. You're not just using your power because you're famous. You're using it because you have a heart that wants to share personal stories that will help others. So hats yeah, off and to I, you guys. Oh, thank you. I also think that this. I you probably feel the same way. I feel like people start passion projects because they just truly deep down enjoy doing it. And that is how Grace and I feel about our podcast. We don't care about making money we don't make money we haven't we have one ad. we yeah. have one ad and we've made five dollars and 76 cents over the past two months <laughs> so 
like if this just tells anyone like this yeah. is why we are we are doing this because we right. enjoy doing it it's fun for us to do as friends we have a lot of advice that we want to give people and our friends love it our family loves it and i feel like yeah. that's also how you feel about your project is it just makes you feel good and it's something you're passionate about that's why they call it a passion project because like you can just and pour your heart and soul into it and not even care about the reward because it's rewarding in general just to help people out yeah and it's passionate and it also gives you a purpose of to keep going and that is like another thing i would say to everyone is find something to keep you going whether it's reading a book, whether it's joining a club, whether it's writing, I don't even know, whatever it is, find something you can do that is consistent, respectful to you and your body and your mind to keep you going. Wow. I'm just so blown away with this (laughs) advice. This is amazing. Like, I feel so inspired. This is great. (laughs) I told told Grace today, I was like, I'm so excited for Lexi to come on the (laughs) podcast because I just know her, she's going to blow it out of the water. I hope you guys aren't disappointed. <laughs> no, this is, I'm, I'm excited to edit this back. We should edit it together again. This is going to be great. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end. But before we do that, you want to tell everybody where they can follow you and find you on everything? Yes. So follow me on Instagram. No, okay. Instagram. Oh, yes. Yes. Promote that. <laughs> okay. First of all, I want to put out there about the whole social media thing. Technology and I aren't friends. If you want to like read my notebooks, full access. I'm working on my Instagram and my TikTok, all those things. You can follow Lexi and the Way Project at the Way Number Four. You no right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and then we'll put it on the stories and link it in the show. Perfect. My website, thewayproject99.com, and then I do have a TikTok which I didn't realize that you can't switch your usernames over, which who knew? I don't know. So stay tuned, but I do have a TikTok. Yeah. I recommend anyone listening, like when you're ready, definitely check out her project because I've participated and it's great. And it's not overwhelming. Like she said, it's the perfect amount of little quotes and videos. And I feel like you should do a Ted talk because (laughs) you are just so good at speaking. Like you really like just give me goosebumps, but you're very good at, and you're very like, Invite warm and inviting almost like just Thank very you. calming presence about you and I think that's what helps too and I do want to say I am starting a new mini series because I've been told so many times please read aloud like I if you follow my you follow my Instagram whatever <laughs> uh how I really like read from a book and I kind of give my two cents um I'm gonna start a mini series where I pick a piece from a book a video or a research topic share it and then share my like two cents and what I think about it. And yeah, so I'll post that on my Instagram and my TikTok. So you'll love that my voice a little more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Like, this is so exciting. This is great. Thanks, guys. You should be a life coach. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was you told should. yesterday that I should be a therapist. I'm like, oh no. You should really be a life coach. I had a life coach and she literally like, she helped me so much and she was a great like, fire under my ass to get me started you'd be wonderful at that yeah thank you and you need that you need someone to tell you that life fucking sucks but keep going kids (laughs) yeah and here's how we're gonna do it (laughs) yep yep okay lexi thank you for coming on and sharing your project and just about who you are and so more people can find out about you because i think that it's really special and i think more people should know so thank you 
Yes. Thanks mm-hmm. for all the inspiration. This was really great. And I'm so excited for our listeners to hear all about this and everybody go follow, follow the way for <laughs> you on Instagram and read Lexi's yes. content. So yeah, thank you Coming again. With more. Yeah. And thank you guys. Amazing. Of course. All right, guys, thank you for listening to today's special episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back for the season finale next week. Can't believe it. Uh, But yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.